Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. Roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. Oh, that gives me some energy right there. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, the podcast yet what you can't live without. Good morning. We are playing Tina Turner tonight, today, this morning, because I know we talked about Tina Turner's passing last week, but I just wanted to talk about a little bit of stories about Tina Turner. Yeah. Well, can I say this? Can yeah. I, can, before you get started? <laughs> Monday, ladies and gentlemen, Monday... Monday, I'm over at Nick's house. I'm going to play this in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm over at Nick's house for Memorial Day, uh, helping him fix his grill, which... Okay, whatever. That's another story. (laughs) This is another story. And I hear him talking to his brother, and and they're saying... They're talking about how they... Their band opened for Tina Turner. Now, don't... don't, don't The friends call her T. Your friends call her T. That's right. right. So, I just want to say, if you go back to the first episode of... Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, the podcast you can't live without, uh, you'll hear a story about Ric Flair. And I just want to tell you, I've heard that story. If I've heard it once, I've heard it 500 times. Ric Flair, Ric Flair, Ric Flair. <laughs> so on Monday, I'm hearing them say, oh, yeah, we opened for Tina Turner. I actually didn't even take it in. I'm like, I don't even know if I believe this. But this is true. This is true. This is true. I, yeah, I opened up for her. All right, so let me tell you my story. We are in Akron, Ohio, at the Tangiers, a huge, huge, huge club. We happen to open for Tina. I kind of grooving on that. Uh, I know. It's, she's great. Uh, anyway, so I opened for Tina Turner. Uh, got to see her. I never really hung out with her. I was respectful. But here's the, here's, here's the point, and we're going to get to the story real quick. Uh, so she's passed away. I, start, I like looking at documentaries. I saw a documentary about her, and um, at, I think, 40, so 1978, she divorces uh, Ike Turner. Uh, she's been beaten for three days in a row at a hotel. She takes her toiletries. Okay, that's kind of funny, right? A big star taking her toiletries. Like you picture this little bag. She sneaks out of the room. She runs across Interstate, and there's a Ramada Inn over there. She goes to the Ramada Inn. There's the innkeeper there. She has zero money. He recognizes her, gives her a room for the night. And that's the story about Tina Turner. She actually leaves Ike Turner, not a penny to her name. She ends up being a cleaning lady. I'm not sure what she's cleaning to pay rent. And I come across her in 1981. I just six months before that almost got in a fight with Ric Flair. Episode one, you got to hear that one. And uh, and I'm you know I'm seeing her. I'm respectful for her and all that. And so I watched the documentary, and her a whole deal was. Uh, you know, she was telling her life story and all that. And then they come to the point where they kind of say, uh, let's talk about Ike, okay, and, and the relationship. And she can't. Now, she's 80, 81 years old. She can't talk about it. She says she's still getting emotional. And then one of the lines is, you know, have you forgiven her? And he goes, well, you know, I have uh, forgiven him. I'm sorry. And she, she goes, you know, I'm, I'm at an age where I'm getting old and I just need to forgive him. And it just really struck me that, the damage that this man has done to her. Uh, by the way, she's a, a Buddhist or something like that. I don't know if you even know this. She's a citizen of Switzerland. She's not even. A, she wasn't even living here. <clears throat> so, that, my little tribute to Tina Turner. I want to tell you my story about her, but and maybe talk about you know her bitterness or not being able to talk about her husband still after m- these many years still had an effect on her. I mean, she's an icon. 
I mean, she made it. And still, she's going back and can't talk about Ike. Or she gets very emotional. Did she do Rolling on the River? She did it with Ike, and then she redid it after. No, when you when you when you when yeah, Savannah they, opened. Yes, 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 yes. She did Rolling on the River. So you 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 stood there and watched her do this live. Yes, yes. And listen, I didn't know back then she was forty five years old. Okay, uh, when I saw her, forty five, forty six years old, and she was just starting off trying to make a buck, you know, in the music business again. That you know how you can look at someone, uh, you know. First of all, you can see. People are people when you meet someone famous. I don't know if you've ever met anyone famous, but you look at him, you go, wait a second, that's just like a human being, that's a person. But when she got on stage, you did see there there was something special about her with her energy and her dancing and and what she gave out on stage. Hmm. Yeah, she was uh, she was something to watch. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, there's a difference between some of those, some people who are, uh, I guess they, they, there's uh, people who are live Live uh, people that perform live oh, yeah, yeah, gotcha, versus yeah. like they're recording. I think today, the, like who who actually is or performers? Would you rather use that? Yeah, they always well, yeah, performers. They always said uh, like a Garth Brooks. Like yeah. if you you couldn't get Garth Brooks in the phenomenon by just listening to him, you had to like see what happened when the guy was on stage. And there's a certain I think what we would call it is um, like charisma, right? Yeah, yeah sure. There, there's there's something about yes. somebody that that when you think about how do you hold the attention of thousands of people <laughs> uh, it's a gift yeah I mean you can have a great voice there's a lot of people who have great voices uh, but the combination of the ability to to connect that's it to connect with people uh, on a large scale like that is pretty fascinating I got, I, I gotta give her credit in some respect when she I'm going back to the Ike thing and when she said that she can't talk about it, she was honest about it. Mm. You know, they didn't do the cut and, and you know, cut the reel and, and, and do that. She goes, listen, I, I'm still very emotional about this. I don't like talking about it. <clears throat> and I'm, I, I, for an instant, I thought about things in my life. Are there things that I don't want to talk about? Things that are, that are, that are really bad, okay? Don't need to name them because I can think. I think I can talk about them all. I have a. I, I don't know why I have the freedom. I mean, some things. Yeah, some things are raw, but I. I still have the freedom to talk about them. I don't know why I, I feel free to do that. She. And I'm not saying I'm anything special. I think maybe my brother would gets emotional if he talks about my dad's passing. I mean, he. It, it affects him in, in certain ways. I'm, not, I'm guessing, but it would affect him more than me uh, and I don't know what that means I just huh is that the show <laughs> well I wanted to talk about forgiveness today well that has to do with her too yeah and that uh, that question I think it kind of there there's part of that that answer that is uh, the way most people think about forgiveness that's uh they they don't really they don't really know what forgiveness is they don't they don't have an idea about what what forgiveness is like what i got out of her answer and i don't know if if you would agree with me is hey i'm old you know i i've got to forget it i'm just and that's the main that right there is the main disconnect with people and the in the concept of forgiveness they think it's forgetting 
what's the old saying? Forgive, forgive and forget. Forgive and forget, right? I they, mean, that is a saying, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're made into, they're, they're synonymous. Eh? Forgiving is forgetting. Forgetting is, no, it's not. It's they, not. No, they actually don't have anything to do with each other. I don't want you to forget. I, I don't think it would have been a good idea for Tina Turner to run across the street to the Ramada Inn uh, and get away from a guy who punched her in the face for three days and then f- forgive him and and then which is a whole nother issue is it even possible and then run back across the street again and get punched in the face right. for three more days i mean is that a good idea yeah. uh, so you learn not not a, not a good idea well forgetting forgetting how was you how were you supposed to forget that how are you supposed to forget it if if i tell you the thing to forgive is to forget well you have to look at the thing okay to forgive but to forgive is to forget how do you stop looking at the thing so that you can forgive so it's a very confusing thing like i I don't i don't understand it uh anymore like that i mean i i i remember specific there's things that well i i think we should probably talk about forgiveness is a huge issue we can't probably cover it in one um, podcast. I think it's there's the issue of forgiving others. There's self forgiveness. There's even the issue of can you forgive God, which is a very deep subject. That you go, well, God doesn't need forgiveness, right? I, I understand that, but again, that's a whole other episode. Right. Let's we can talk about that some other time. But let's talk about Tina Turner. Uh, how's she supposed to forget that somebody punched her in the face? She's not going to forget it. You you have to look at it because it actually happened is actually not safe to stop looking at it but could she be free of that um uh, of that event you know could she have freedom like have you have you ever done wow. has somebody ever done something to you uh that you feel like you forgave them like you you, you would go no i've i've forgiven them yes I, there's there's a particular one we could talk about past marriages, but there's a particular person that worked for me that I he was like a brother and took more money than I don't even want to even say it because people will think anyway. He took oh, well over thirty thousand, thirty five thousand dollars. Well, and and I, and I trusted him and I believed him, and it did take me a while, but I did forgive him. And, and you're going to ask me how I forgave him, right? Yeah, tell me how you forgave uh, him. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your your pocket is thirty five thousand dollars light, and you forgot about that. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> You're blowing the whole show. <laughs> no, I, I didn't forget about it. You know, I actually, I actually got madder as my wife found out about it, and I was telling her about it, and I was, I saw her anger in it, and then I realized the effect that it was actually not only having on me, but uh, in our family and the financial issues that she put us into, which which made me even angrier. Like, oh crap, this is not just affecting me. Okay, how did you forgive him? I Well, as the way I forgave him, and I don't want to sound super spiritual here, but the simple thing is I look at, I look at God and, and how he's forgiven me, how Jesus has forgiven me on things that I do, um, sometimes on a regular basis, and, and I know that he's forgiven me. And I go, if, listen, man, if, if you're going to do that for me, I'm going to have to learn to do that with the people that take offense on me. And believe it or not, that actually gets me through it. 
Oh, I believe it. You do? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so if forgiving isn't forgetting, um, um, it's got to be something else. So what? what is it? Is that, That's the question. What is forgiveness? It's not forgetting. Okay. It's also not a feeling. If I said, do, how do you feel towards that person? Do you, do you feel forgiving toward that person? Is that what it is? Like, I have, a, I have a forgiveness feeling. What does forgiveness feel like? Could you define it? I've heard people say, I have no animosity towards them. Okay, Whatever so, that means. So what no you're idea. saying is, it isn't a feeling. It's a lack of a feeling. Okay. It's, it's like, it's, you know what? It's the emotional equivalent of the mental forgetting. Okay, so mentally, you say you have to forget in order to forgive. Emotionally, you have to be blank in order to forgive. Okay, so either one of those things, to me, sounds pretty, pretty hard, if not impossible. I have to wipe my hard drive so that I have no memory of the thing, and or I have to, I have to wipe my emotional hard drive so that there is no emotion attached to it. Go ahead and try that. <laughs> go, go ahead and see how that works out for you. It, it, I don't, one, I don't think it's healthy um, because it, it's, it's not true, okay? Jesus says the truth will set you free. So the truth is something offensive happened, something bad happened, and you do have feelings about it. It's not good for you to stuff those feelings, to try to forget about them, to say you don't feel the way, and that's how some people try to forgive. They go, oh, I just don't, I don't feel animosity. Well, I tell you what, if you scratch that just a little bit, you find out that really they do have a lot of feels about it, and you'll find them. If you scratch and sniff like that, that, that all the, the, the truth will come out, that there's not forgiveness there. All right, look, there's a lot of pain out there, okay? In our lives, people's lives, people have done bad things to people, okay? Bad, 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 bad. All right, what's... Say it, okay? I come to you and I say, I just cannot forgive blank for what they did to me. I am so angry. I'm so bitter. I can't even think about them. I don't even want to talk about them. I wake up every day thinking about this thing. He, they ruined my life. I never would have been here. Blank, 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 blank. Go ahead. Right. Do you have any medicine? Do I have any medicine? Yeah. Do you have any medicine for this? Mm. Well, you, you. What would you say to me? Well, what I would say to you is you already got the, the, the main thing that you have to understand about forgiveness starts with where you started. You have to start with God. You have to start with God. You, you, people who don't have any view of God don't have any authentic view of offense. They, they don't, like how, oh, wow. how do you decide you're offended? Well, because it offends me. Well, why does it offend you? Is it because, uh, you know, is it because of evolution? You evolved into, you know, offense and being offended? Hey, if evolution is the only truth out there, then it's whoever's bigger, faster, stronger, smarter wins, and you shut up and go home. That's the way it works. And I don't care what you tell me about uh, all of the ways that culture has evolved. There's still people out there um, who, ha- who who have are bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, and they prey on people. And uh, And none of us, 
none of us believes that that's evolution. None of us believes that that that's uh, a way to live that that's healthy. It it isn't. So you have to start with God because if there is a God, there is actual offense because there are actually things that we that we can agree upon that come from outside of us that come from outside yeah. the world and you say okay there actually is uh, a need for forgiveness because there is actual offense and then where do that where does that come from that comes from a god who says hey this is how things work it works this way you don't lie you don't cheat you don't steal you don't sleep around you don't you don't do these things because they're not good for you now you go okay i have an actual offense so you started with that you start with god and then what i believe happens is that the holy spirit says hey let's take a little trip let's you and me take a little trip and where we're going to go we're going to go to the cross you and me are going to go to the cross So you're not doing it yourself no 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 listen the people out there who are quote-unquote forgiving people on their own have to maintain that forgiveness on their own so they have to maintain their heart clear they have to maintain their memory blank they have to it, it's look it's Ooh. it's an effort there's so much effort there's no freedom in that there's no freedom in that so when the holy spirit says come on let's let's go we'll forgive i'm going to show you i'm going to take you to the cross and as yeah, you but get, i'm in pain well he's going to he's going to take you to the cross he's going to carry you to the cross all you got to do is say yes what? All you got to do is say yes. He says, okay, come on, let's go. And you say, okay, I'll go with you. That's all it is. I'll go with you to the cross. And, and when you get to the cross, and here's what, here's the, just, this is just the beginning of the thing, man. This is just the beginning of it. As, as the beginning he, of what? what of mean? forgiveness. <laughs> as, he, as he takes you by the hand and you approach the cross, what happens is your offense shrinks. It's like, it's a down, it's a, glide slope towards the cross and as you get closer to the cross meaning closer to understanding what jesus is doing on the cross your offense gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller look it's still there it you can still see it but if you get close enough to the cross it becomes very manageable you go okay there there i see me and i see jesus and i see the offender and i see the offense now when you that's perspective okay this is just the beginning of the understanding of what forgiveness is because without the cross forgiveness doesn't make sense at all listen listen to what i'm saying without the cross i don't mean without god without the holy spirit without jesus christ and all of his teachings i mean literally without the cross the crucifixion the cru the death the sacrificial death of jesus christ on the cross is the only way that forgiveness even starts to make sense you have to get close enough to it and see what's actually going on okay once you get there and you can start having a conversation about forgiveness now i heard what you said and i i believe you've forgiven okay I believe you have forgiven the person that stole the money from you, but I'm not sure whether or not you feel the you you've come into the fullness of what actually is going on. Because once you get there, it isn't just like, well, I mean, he's done bad things to me, but you know, I've done really bad things. That that's that's not it. No, it it, it really isn't. No. Because I'll I'll tell you something. And this maybe this is a cliffhanger teaser. And we'll come back and do another episode about forgiveness. I, I think we probably do because there's a lot in here. Is this forgiveness doesn't have anything to do with that dude? 
It doesn't have anything to do with you looking at him. It has everything to do with you looking at, at his specific offense and you looking at the cross and you looking at what Jesus did and you deciding this, hey, God, I'm going to give that to you. That guy might not ever give it to you. The perspective on what he's right, done and right. the impact that it's had, that's a whole other thing. But what you're doing is you're taking this dude's rap sheet and you go into the God's courtroom and you say, hey, can I leave this in here? Because I've been carrying this thing around with me. I've got a file folder full of them. I've got a, I've got a file cabinet full of people's rap sheets. Yeah. And I can pull it out anytime and I can pull out your file and I can start going through it. And I go, you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. Boy, a lot of marriages end up this way. <laughs> uh, a lot of business partnerships end this way. Okay. But I could go into that file folder in my head that exists. Right. I could pull out that file folder and I can take it to, to God in his courtroom and I can say, can I leave this here? C- could I just give this to you? And I don't want it anymore. Could I just leave this with you? And God the Father says, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take that. Now, there's a lot in here that we need to discuss, but I want to land it here for today. Okay. Forgiveness isn't any more complicated than that. It's a choice. You, cho- you choose to take the guy, who th- he, you take his rap sheet, $35,000, okay, that he stole from you. It's on his rap sheet. Other things that are in there that lies and you yeah, know, right. blah, blah, blah. Of course. And you go, Father God, the judge of all the earth, will you take this? And he says, yes. Your choice is to give it to him. His choice is to take it. He will always say yes, and I'll, I'll prove that to you next, next time we talk about this with Jesus, because that's why you need the cross. Can't do it without the cross. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>